0: Hey, Lauren. Hey, Sam. Are you ready to talk about Inherent Vice? I am, because after all, we we are are the Watchers of Movies.
1: (laughs) So, we wanted to kind of just make it maybe a little bit of a longer episode today because... A lot of people are holed up in their homes, and they are, you know, I mean, it's quarantine. The coronavirus is scaring everyone out there. So, we want to talk about, uh, well, I have some movies that I watched recently that I hated. Oh, and nice. And one thing that I liked, <laughs> two, two shows I liked, three movies I hated. <laughs> this is an awesome set which one should we do first?
0: <laughs> I have some movies and some stuff that I liked and disliked as well, I guess. I can
1: dig into the archives because so, everybody's <laughs> bummed out right now. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's a little... It's crazy. It's scary, too. And all these, like, celebrities are saying that they have coronavirus and everything, like Idris Elba just did. And- yeah,
0: like, I miss the days when headlines were, like, stars without makeup. <laughs>
1: You know, we're all, like breaking now news! Like breaking news! Everyone's dying, and we're like, J Lo oh looks God. beautiful without makeup. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's utterly surprising. Yeah.
0: I, that, those actually, those stories always annoyed me. They well, still always, annoy like, me.
1: Beautiful women are beautiful, it's and like, I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy.
0: Like, am I supposed to think that makeup is like CGI
1: where they look <laughs> different? Because.
0: <laughs> I don't know what the point of this is.
1: I don't even, it might not even be for women. It might be for men because I think men genuinely, some men genuinely don't understand when it's makeup and when it's natural. Like Really? Like, yeah, like they're Maybe like... Maybe like 13 year old boys. <laughs> no, I mean, I think grown men because I've seen pictures of like, I don't know, like someone posted a picture of like Kim Kardashian. They're like, she's so beautiful, natural. And it's like, you can see her eyeliner in that photo. Like...
0: Oh, that's what you think it means by like natural
1: or something, I guess. But to I feel me, like natural I, means no makeup.
0: I can think of women who are naturally beautiful, and that means that they just are nice looking, like they have right. a symmetrical face. Right. But in my head, I, I, I'm, I'm. It's interesting that you have that point of view because I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have thought naturally beautiful means good <laughs> jeans. But you're saying you think they think
1: no, like they're natural not wearing makeup. Yeah, that means oh. not wearing makeup. Yeah, like a natural beauty. So, um. I actually saw a commercial recently for Pampers, and it made me cry. <laughs> oh, no. It was like, it was like, it was so sweet. It was like, you are strong, you are beautiful, you, you know, like, you can do this, you can do that, and, it, and the end was like, what if we saw ourselves the way that our babies see ourselves, or Aww. see us, and I was like... Oh my God, that is so touching and so good. I'm like, man, if I was a mom, I'd totally buy Pampers after that. Damn. Yeah. And that stuck with me. And I'm not a mom. Like, that really stuck with me. I I saw that months ago. It's poetic
0: that they think babies see moms as anything other than a source of food but <laughs> they're like, yeah hey, that's beautiful
1: you're comfortable <laughs> and you and you feed me. <laughs> like, Give yeah. me food, but you are
0: beautiful oh yes. that is, no that is really <laughs> yeah sweet. I it do was like really that. cute yeah
1: um <clears throat> anyway so i'm going to tell you about three movies i saw recently all that right I hated.
0: that you hate all you
1: hated all three of these oh yes i hated all three of them oh, wow. they were terrible <laughs> i'm excited to hear <laughs> okay so the first one i'm going to tell you about is Basic Instinct, <laughs> oh,
2: which was
1: just weird. Like, there's, like, one point where Michael, Michael Douglas, Douglas is that, like, yeah. she was the fuck of the century, and I was like, oh, uh, you know, that's almost as bad <laughs> as blaming you going down on your wife for your throat cancer. Just what? saying. What? did I tell you that before? That he, like, blamed going down on Catherine Zeta-Jones for his throat cancer? Ew. Yeah. Well, first of all, the phrase "going fuck down. you" <laughs> like not you, but like Michael no, Douglas. I was say. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not fuck you, Sam. <laughs> fuck you, Michael Douglas. Did he
0: say that in an interview?
1: I the, I I read it somewhere and I remembered it for like ten years. <laughs> so I mean, maybe not ten years. Maybe I think that like would 30. embarrass
0: me if if my partner was like well yeah exactly her body her body's so chock full of bacteria
1: (laughs) well first of all it's like it's not only is it a totally intimate act between two people that really shouldn't not be discussed in public but also like so it's your wife's fault your gorgeous wife's fault because you wanted to give her pleasure, so she gave you throat cancer through her vagina. I feel
0: like, isn't what? there, did you ever see the movie Kinsey? I saw, I think I saw
1: part of it. Yeah. I know what you're talking I've about. I've seen a quickly, clip, um,
0: Jim Halpert from The Office, uh-huh. isn't it? Not as Jim. John Krasinski, isn't it? <laughs> And him and his young wife are talking to mm. Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. and Liam Neeson is, like, giving them suggestions on how to spice up the bedroom, and he suggested oral sex, and John Krasinski's character is like, I thought that was bad, like, if she was pregnant, couldn't it hurt the baby or something, or it could make you sterile, I think he said, I thought that could make you sterile, and Who I- Wait,
1: like, if he
0: went down on her? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And it was just talking about these like archaic ideas that people, I think it was the 50s, that people had about sex, you know? Yeah. And that, what you just said about Michael Douglas reminds me of that sort of mentality. <laughs> I mean, like, we it's can't about do anything right out age. of the ordinary
1: because that may cause weird problems. <laughs> I mean, he is about that age. He's what, in his 70s? I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: like... He probably his formative years, maybe he did some weird things. Of course, that being said, I don't actually know any science behind it so katherine zeta jones being beautiful doesn't really have anything to do with what bacteria may or may not do no to the body. but
1: i think overall it's weird i think it's cons- weird i think overall the consensus is that oral sex does not give you throat I, cancer yeah <laughs> i don't think that's i agree with you i'm just saying
0: i don't actually know my science so to say that he's being a quack i can't actually but i agree with listen it's weird, yeah. it's so really I agree weird. that it's a strange it's thing super to say. And weird. even if, like, even if his doctor, let's just go out on a weird, bogus limb and say his doctor said Michael Douglas, because his doctor calls him by his first and last name. He says, Michael Douglas, I have bad news. Oral sex caused your cancer. Do you think Catherine Zeta-Jones is excited about the fact that he's just
1: going around to different interviews and saying? no i would say just tell him it was smoking or something yeah, I feel <laughs> like, like why do you <laughs> have to bring my excuse this word but why do you need to bring my pussy into it buddy like come on she's <laughs> like you never smoked a cigarette in
0: your life you never I like i don't know i, I think just, that's really weird i i what? don't i don't like that but, oh michael but was. i don't like his movies and i also think that there's this 90s era chauvinism. That's oh really annoying, and I know I've noticed it when I started watching um, Home Improvement on syndication, which still, uh, just as an aside, it actually still makes me laugh out loud, <laughs> which I never, I, I, if you asked me before I watched an episode, I'd say no, it probably won't make me laugh, but it still does. But Tim Allen is such a typical like
1: 90s man. Oh yeah, yeah. and I
0: feel like Michael Douglas movies are so like
1: chauvinist man movies. Yeah, like, there's one scene where he's, like, like, getting intimate with this partner of his, and she's, like, telling him no, like, stop, and he has sex with her anyway. Oh, so he rapes her, basically. Pretty (laughs) much, and I was just, like... And she was, like, still with him after that, and I was, like, why? Why? Like, he... I mean, I was just, like, astonished, and I, I just didn't, like... Okay, I didn't really like any of the characters... Except for Catherine Trammell, who was played by Sharon Stone. I could have watched an entire series on her being a psycho. Like, What is the... Can you give me like it. the, the <laughs> shortest rundown of the plot? Because I don't actually think I know... Yes.
0: Beyond just her like parting her legs and people losing their minds. I don't know anything about the movie.
1: That scene was super gross, by the way. It was like seven dudes in a room, they're all interviewing this girl, and she's like slowly parting her legs for like a split second. Like she knows what she's doing. So you she's not I mean? wearing underwear? No, no, she's not wearing underwear. And she uh, says going later, like, commando. She's like I never wear underwear, and I was like, ew, that's disgusting. I was like, We're fucking underwear. Like, you have so much bacteria down there, it's gonna cause someone throat yeah, cancer. Like, it- <laughs>
0: Actually, it is proven that women who wear underwear don't cause cancer. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny that we're going so in-depth about oral sex when we have Inherent, inherent Vice to talk about, which <laughs> shocked me. There was a scene that shocked me in Inherent Vice. Wait, so we'll, get, oh, we'll get to that. We'll it. get to that. Okay. So just to entice all of our listeners... <laughs> Weirdly enough, I did not expect there to be this much discussion oral about oral sex.
1: <laughs> yes. But is. as
0: I was watching Inherent Vice, I thought, oh my gosh, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so, All right, excellent. Anyway. I'm glad
1: that I mentioned oral sex. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> okay, so... We should
0: mention this show is not for kids.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I have explicit. I'm I've just, I'm about just, just kidding. i yeah. kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um... So, okay, so she is a writer, she's a fiction writer. Sharon Stone's character? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Catherine Tremell, And she has a tendency, like, her books are parallel to, like, deaths that happen or murders that happen. Oh, okay. And so they're like, hmm, maybe she's the killer. Oh, that's, this... see, that
0: doesn't sound like a bad plot. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> you'd think, but it's 93, <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so... I, I, someone shows up murdered and i can't even remember most of us because i was i just didn't care about it enough you know and anyway so she starts writing another book about a detective who seems to be a lot like michael douglas's character and they start <laughs> having this like hot heavy affair and is he married cuz it... no he's like dating his psychologist oh, and that's the one who he like goes way too far so with so he
0: the one he rapes yeah okay yeah.
1: i'm <sighs> feeling weird about calling it that, because it just, like, it really bothered me, that scene, but it definitely was not. Okay. Like, it was not consensual. The one he went
0: too far with. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: so. He's a cheater. Like, did you He's, ever see Fatal Attraction?
1: I have not seen don't, Fatal Attraction. You don't have to, because it's
0: not that good. But he cheats on his perfectly lovely wife. Yeah. In that movie, too, and that that's one of the reasons that I see his, <laughs> I see him as, like, a, a bad character. So he, well, okay, so he's a detective. He was a
1: good guy in Green Eggs with Ham, so. All right. <laughs> that show was pretty cute. I, if you have kids, you you might like that show for them. Anyway, um, I mean, Michael Douglas is in it, so don't tell them about Thor It's cancer, a cartoon, right? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so he's a detective. She's a fiction writer. Yeah,
1: she's a fiction writer, and they start having this hot, heavy affair, and... And, like, that's kind of it. And then, like, other people show up dead. And, like, his psychologist woman, you know, victim gets murdered. And it's just, like, it just wasn't interesting. And I wasn't compelled by any of the characters. And the only one I really cared about was, you know, Sharon Stone's character. And I didn't even really care about her. You know what I mean? mean, And she doesn't
0: even wear underwear. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's, like, this one scene where they're having sex and she rakes her fingernails down his back and he like, and breaks the skin open. And I was like, her fingernails are not sharp (laughs) enough to break the skin open. Like, and I just, and I think that was actually the turning point where I was like, uh, well, I mean, the rape scene was pretty good turning point too. But that, that particular scene, I was like, (laughs) I cannot suspend my disbelief any longer. (laughs) I am done. (laughs) So that was that terrible movie. Oh, geez. Do you want to talk about your terrible
0: movie? Um, the first movie I wanted to talk about wasn't a terrible movie, but uh, we watched Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, okay, was that good? And that was super good. I would recommend
1: it. It was yeah. with Christian Bale.
0: Yeah, Christian Bale and Matt Damon.
1: Oh, speaking of Matt I Damon, I super recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you want to talk more about
0: it? Yeah, it's really good. It's a great story, and. They make cars look really cool. I mean, cars are really cool, but it just gives you this excitement about cars and racing and driving. And I think it's really fun to see movies because it's based on true story. So it's really fun to see movies starring people who are experts at something. You just sort of like give yourself over and let them sort of commandeer your movie journey and you trust them and you can see them in their element and they're experts like Christian Bale's character is an expert at driving and figuring out how to make cars faster. And there's this team of people that work with him about who to make the car faster. And it's just really interesting. It's a really good story. And I almost started crying at the end. I got really close to crying because when the movie's over, when the race is over, there's sort of something that happens And the whole time. You're sort of on this journey with Christian Bale. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Is he Ferrari? He No, he's Ford. Oh, okay. And, uh, so you're on this journey with him, and when the race is all over, there's this moment where it's, like, I felt like my heart was sort of ripped out of my chest, Aww. and it really, it was, it was, it was powerful and emotional, and, I should um, see that.
1: It was good. Because I kind of, like, I was, like, iffy about it, like, I was like, I don't know, you know, I don't know, like, it wasn't... I didn't really see anything about it. It wasn't necessarily something I was going to gravitate towards anyway. But now that you give me a glowing review, I'm kind of like, maybe I should watch it.
0: I recommend it. It was nominated for Best Picture, and I don't know if it deserved that accolade, because it's kind of a feel-good sports movie. Oh, okay. I don't think it's a Best Picture movie, so that kind of surprised me, because the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking, this was nominated for Best Picture, but not in a bad way, just highly unusual. So I would recommend it, but with the caveat of that it's just a really, it's a fun sports movie. And if you, if you are interested in cars at all, I think you really, really like it. And if you just like watching people in their element, drive manual transmissions, which looks awesome. Oh my God.
1: I love, isn't it? It looks so cool. I love driving manual. Oh, I don't know how to drive one. (laughs) My first car was one. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) It's, it's really fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, my car was a Saab, and it was pretty old, oh, so it, like, that. it would start stalling when you went up a hill, and we, like, lived on a hill, Gross Point. Oh, geez, <laughs> Like, a really, really mild hill, <laughs> and it would just, like, it'd start stalling, and you'd be like, oh my god, come on, and it was so <laughs> really old, and you couldn't go into first after a while. You'd have to go into fourth to go into first, and yeah. Oh, it,
0: man. Yeah. I wish I knew how. <laughs> my dad tried to teach me once in an old car. That was my brother's. And I, it was, it was stressful and I couldn't really get the hang of it. It was only one time, like probably an hour, an hour and a half. And then I never tried again. Now I'm kind of bummed. I wish I had learned.
1: So, but anyway. Yeah. No, it's, it's easy. The key uh-huh. is that you're just using both your feet. And every time you put pl- you press on the clutch with your foot, you move the, oh, yeah. into gear. So it's yeah. easy. You just have to get used to it. I mean, I can understand like driving an automatic car your entire life yeah Yeah. but i bet if i got back into a manual car i would pick it right like riding a bike yeah Yeah. Yeah. i know
0: mike drives a manual and it's very cool
1: i mean so jealous when people drive manuals i'm like let me drive your car just once please
0: (laughs) you know (laughs) it's pretty cool it's pretty fun he drives a very very nice very nice camaro
1: they're all gonna be self driving soon anyway i I hope not no i I hope not self-driving
0: cars sound so boring what's wrong with people
1: (laughs) I don't know. People
0: who things. want self-driving cars are people who just don't take joy in any simple things.
1: <laughs> They're probably people who... I love driving. I always enjoy driving. I do
0: too. I love it. I do too. Um, yeah. I, was, I just said that. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's sometimes if I'm
1: feeling really stressed out or something, I'll just go for a little drive. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know, with this whole quarantine thing, I've been kind of like, maybe I should get out and like just drive around for a bit, just to get out of the apartment, you mm-hmm. know? everything's closed. But, um, anyway, so, my second movie... Yes. ...was called The Forest. I already know that it's probably is stupid. <laughs> and it was about, um... A forest. <laughs> so, um, I think... Not I a forest? I cannot remember what the forest is called, but it is actually a real place in the, Japan. Oh, yeah. the suicide place? Yeah, 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 yeah. I oh, was should, it a doctor I should go. Car- no, 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 oh, no. okay. And it was dumb. Um. Oh. <laughs> It was really dumb. Which, if it had been a documentary, I would have happily watched it because that would have been really interesting. Yeah, I've heard about that forest. It sounds yeah. crazy sad. It's yeah, and so like it's about this girl who like loses her twin sister in the forest, not loses her but her s- twin sister goes into the forest to like maybe commit suicide or maybe not, and like it's about her finding her. And first of all, I really, really like unless it's a cute, quirky movie like um, Parent Trap where someone plays (laughs) twins and they're one person. That's different. But I absolutely hate it when it's, like, not one of those kind of movies and they're like, they're twins. And I'm like, why can't they be sisters? Like, why can't you get another (laughs) actress to play this character? Why does she have to play both characters? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're twins. And, like, one has darker hair and one's blonde so you can tell them apart. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done. That is so lazy. Was the
0: movie in Japanese or was it in English with British accents?
1: (laughs) (laughs) English.
0: Oh, that's, no, it wasn't are weird. they Japanese girls? No, 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 it's Natalie oh. Dormer.
1: Natalie Dormer was that.
0: Oh. Yeah. I used to have a co-worker who was really obsessed with Natalie Dormer. I like her. And I think she seems, like, sort of terrifying. Like, she's the type of girl in school that I'd be like, she's too cool for me, I could never like talk her, to her.
1: <laughs> I think it's a lot of people like her, though. She's yeah. She's got this, like, she's got this presence, like, she's, I don't know. I, I really like her. But, um, so it was, like, kind of a ghost story, and it was just, like, it had a lot of jump scares that were unnecessary. Classic. And, and so this is me as a movie viewer and as someone who's seen many, many horror films. But one of the, th- the key things that I think that the director really missed out on is the fact that this forest is supposed to be like super silent so why wouldn't you use the ambience of the forest to make your movie more terrifying
2: oh you know what i that's mean that's really like, like and that. you could yeah. i
1: mean like i'm thinking about i'm getting goosebumps like thinking about how you know just how scary it would be being in a place that's so quiet there's no life around and you know that people come there to kill themselves instead yeah. of making it a spirit movie make it a psychological film you know and don't have her finding her twin sister. Have her find just a sister, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know why they'd have to be twins. It either. was like unless
1: there was like some sort of like secret twin power, which, like in Constantine, I didn't really like that they were twins either, but it worked oh, for the yeah. story. You I know what about I mean? That. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did see. Um, are you, uh, yeah, I'm done.
0: You reminded me of something. It was a movie I saw a long time ago, and it's called The Pretty One.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the girl's name is. Zoe something, Jake Johnson is in it, and I'm gonna look it up anyway. So the same girl plays twins, and it's it's not. I mean, it's kind of a serious movie in some parts, but it's more mm-hmm. like a romantic comedy, and I I really enjoyed it. And it's a very sweet love story because um, Zoe Kazan. So Zoe Kazan oh, plays twins. And it's just, it's a really sweet love story between her and Jake Johnson. One of the twins dies, and the other twin pretends to be the twin that died, because she had a more active life. I've
1: heard of this movie. And
0: I just, I found it so endearing, and it's just very, it's, it's, I really, really liked it. Right. And I agree with you, because it's kind of quirky. It's not, like, a serious, like, serious ghost story. Right. You know, it's a quirky, romantic comedy with some drama thrown in. Right. And um, I would recommend that if you want to see a movie about Oh, one actress who plays twins. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, no, be, but that, like, makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. so she's trying to be her twin, so yeah. it makes sense that they're twins. And because... they're not in
0: the movie together the whole time because right. the one dies. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: I don't know. It's just, it, it was, like, it was just really stupid.
0: I agree. No, I agree with you. I think. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Just make, just have two actresses and have them be sisters.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, like, find someone that looks enough like your main actress and be, like, they're fraternal twins.
0: Yeah. You know, if you have to yeah, make them twins. Yeah,
1: exactly. But anyway. Um, so my next one is, um, oh, I watched The Descent 2.
0: Oh, yeah. And The Descent 1 is awesome. We've talked about... The
1: Descent The <laughs> first the Descent one, one is, like, I keep doing the Italian, like, <laughs> yeah. like, Dominique like, like the Dominique DiCoco. Dominique DiCoco. Like, you know, like, the whatever. Um, <laughs> but, um, the first one, so... The first one is very good in that they use Scary. like yeah. Well, I keep so interrupting these creatures, you, it's okay, <laughs> <laughs> these these creatures <clears throat> that are living in this cave are like really subtly done like it's it's not mon- it's monster movie makeup yes. but it's not over the top
0: and you don't see them head on yeah you almost yeah. never
1: see them and that's like what makes them so scary is because they're yeah. always there but you can't see oh, them. oh man yeah. that movie is like, scary oh, and they and you know and so they take the natural darkness of the cave and they use it to and the work closest to that the tightness yeah, yeah. Oh, and like oh the fact gosh. that they and they can't see anything and that's what makes it so oh, freaky <laughs> So, anyway. I love that movie. Oh, I do too. It's so good. I don't like the broken leg part. I could have done without that. But, ugh, I just, I don't like body horror like that. Yeah. (laughs) It really me out. But, uh,. Especially Broken Bones. Broken Bones really bug me. When they
0: pop through the skin. Ooh. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. No, no, no. Um, I'm sure the person getting that Broken Bone doesn't like them either. So (laughs) universally hated. (laughs)
1: Sure they don't. But, so, the second one starts out, and this girl, so even though in the original, it's pretty much assumed that she doesn't ever escape the cave, like, it kind of looks like she's, like, coming to terms with the fact that she's going to die and see her daughter who's dead you know Mm -hmm. and it's like a kind of like a bittersweet ending because you're like oh it's sad that she's dead but also like at least she's gonna see her daughter again you know but in the second one she's alive and all of the characters are so loud and unlikable like classic like American like I won't listen to you because I'm gonna do what I want I'm super headstrong and like annoying about it you know oh are they all females no, they're oh, like okay. it's mostly men, but oh, like the weird men are really annoying. And the females were okay. It was all females. Yeah, in the, yeah. Okay. So it was like, but it's like the cops, so they're trying to find these girls, and they're going down in this cave, and so oh, even, so they're like
0: a search party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I see. So the girl just escaped. So Sarah is her name, I think. Anyway, let's yeah, I think her name is Sarah. So Sarah escapes and is in the hospital for two days, and they go. We need to bring her back down to the cave. What? And I was like, first of all, like I was so pissed off because I'm like, she clearly just went through something you know, like super traumatic. Just lost all of her friends, is like going on and on about how there's creatures down there and you're gonna bring her Why? back down to the site. Do of they her want trauma? her to like
0: lead them to the bodies or
1: something? Yeah, or something or like find her friends? They're not or very good at their job if no, they need her to they're not.
0: Like they're not at all. Like, I think if I was her, I would laugh in their faces. And, and I'd say, you go down there yourself.
1: <laughs> like, so they go down there.
0: There's creatures with no eyes
1: down there. <laughs> they go down there. And the cave is very well lit for a cave. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's not so they scary. really don't need their little headlamps. Like, they're good. They're fine. Were you they, like, down see?
0: talking to her? Like, I don't know what you were so scared about. There's <laughs> n- literally no darkness in here. <laughs> no.
1: But, like, um... So, and the acting was just really bad, and, like, none of the characters were likable. But then the monsters weren't the creepy monsters from the first one. They looked like, um, did you ever see the Time Machine with with Guy Pierce? I didn't,
0: but I, I've seen bits and pieces. Like, I've seen small
1: snippets okay. of it. Do you know, like, the Morlocks or whatever? What is, I think they're called Morlocks. They're, like, the creatures that live, like, underground or whatever, and, like, Jeremy Irons is, like, the... Oh,
0: I'm not name. sure. Anyway, okay, whatever.
1: Yeah. Either way, the makeup was, like, so over the top, and you kept seeing them, like, in full... Oh. Like, their full body. So it wasn't scary. So it was scary. And it was all based stupid. on scare, jump scares. Yeah. And it was just, like... And then I turned it off, because I couldn't watch the rest of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm... Couldn't even finish it. Couldn't <laughs> even finish oh, it. Oh, my gosh. It was so... Bad. It was so yeah. bad. It kind of made me upset. I would recommend. The first one is so good, and I actually looked to see who the director and the writer was, and they're totally different people. I so. think general that makes sense because a movie like The Descent or like The
0: Ring, that's so well done. Yeah does not need a sequel because the story was never originally supposed to have a sequel that i know of. Mhm. So The Descent was just such a good movie on its own. You don't need to make a sequel. Not no. ev- everything doesn't need a sequel. No, it doesn't. It and drives that me nuts. It's so annoying and i i think it's a big downfall because you're not forced to be creative. Yeah. You don't have to problem solve because you have enough of the plot handed to you via the first movie, you can basically just phone it in, and if you put it out around Halloween time, you'll make money because college students will go see it. Yeah. You know, so it's it it really doesn't foster any sort of unique ideas or creativity,
1: especially when it comes to scary movies. Yeah. And scary, you know, generally, the sequels to scary movies are usually just not that good. Right. You know, it's yeah. just like like cause I saw the ring too. Because and the I foe was like, what? This is bad. Yeah, <laughs> this like is not scary. At
0: the end of the ring, she's sort of like at the end of scary movies, generally the main character figures out how to defeat the foe. Right. In some way or another. Now in the end of the ring, Naomi Watts figures out how to beat Samara. To save her own life. Mm-hmm. But Samara is still basically at large. Like, right. other people are going to get killed by her
1: eventually. But still, well, no, the story not, is I mean, closed. eventually, VHSs aren't going to be used yeah, anymore, that's true, so she's yeah. not going
0: to be relevant. She needs a DVD burner, basically. <laughs> she does,
1: yeah. So the story is pretty much closed. It's so much not scarier when it's on a DVD. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what's this, seven days? Mm, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're like a VHS that's blank, yeah. you're like... What, is, what if Netflix is like... Is this porn? <laughs> we should watch it. <laughs> what if it's <laughs> homemade? <laughs> homemade
0: porn. If Netflix is like, should we stream this movie It's from a director named Samara? I don't know. And then they're streaming this movie that's killing
1: people? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, so I just oh, think... God, I hope not.
0: <laughs> most scary movies, you figure out how to defeat the enemy, so there's really no need for a, a second or a third,
1: unless people just like to see more gore, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I personally, when I watch a scary movie... I don't like gore. I like it to be psychologically Yeah, scary. like The
0: Orphanage is really good. Yeah,
1: that one's good. And The
0: Descent is psychologically scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, The Descent Big really time.
1: messes you up. You're yeah. like, oh, it freaks you out.
0: Oh, my gosh, um, I would recommend that to people. Oh, but I
1: totally would. The Descent is such a... We've do talked not about watch the second one, but watch the first one. It's a very good movie.
0: And we've talked about this before, <laughs> but that's the only movie that's ever made me yell out loud, and Lauren <laughs> happened to be
1: around when it happened, and she laughed at me the funniest so thing ever it scared me it and I left the scream it was like a almost like a manly shout <laughs> <laughs> we are we already talked about this but it's still so funny
0: i I just so came out of me because it's it such funny. a scary movie know, like, they flashed to the creature and I was not it, like normally in a scary movie if I know something scary is coming I'll cover my eyes but I didn't know it was coming <laughs> So funny. Oh, what are the things you liked that you saw? You said you had
1: two that you liked. Oh, I watched Nosferatu. I watched the entire first season. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was it was good. I liked it. It was interesting. You
0: did tell me about one scene that seemed creepy.
1: I thought that one of the things I really, really liked about it is that these the male characters are really well written and that they're all like like well. Not all of them. Some of them are like genuinely bad, but there's one character. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> there's I one like character it. that's like really on the fence between being good and bad. Like he's not. You would not call him a good guy, but you wouldn't call him a bad guy either. You oh, know okay. what I mean? And I really, sure. really liked that. Because like an it, antihero. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Well, no, because he's still kind of used shit. But okay. like, but either way, he's he was very well written. And I really liked that because I was like, he isn't normally someone that I would like. And I'm just gonna say, he's the le- le- main character's father. Um, His Fasha, <laughs> her Fasha, her Fasha. <laughs> yeah. um, but there were there were some parts where I was like, okay, uh, you know, he's not he's not terrible, but it's just it was it was good. It was well written. I mean. I really like Joe Hill. He's the one that created it. Um, I think I'm gonna read the book. All right. Eventually. All right. Yeah. Right cool. now I'm reading The Strain again. Well, not again. And what I saw the show, and now oh, reading, reading the, the book. The book, yeah, yeah. But um, and also I started watching The Sinner. It's oh, is Netflix. that good? With
0: Jessica Biel.
1: Oh my God! It pulled me in so much. Yeah. That I like, like it's it's. It's just so good. And it's like, it's one of those shows where you're like, okay, so this is what happened. This is definitely what happened. But then you're like, well, maybe that's not what happened. Maybe something else happened. And so it's taking you on this, this this, journey with this woman who, like, murders a guy in broad daylight. Okay. That's like, it happens within, like, the first 20 minutes of the show. So it's not a spoiler. It's what the show's about. And you're like, what the hell? Like, she just murdered this dude that she barely knows in broad daylight. Like out of the blue, but she's not the bad guy. She's the protagonist in this. So she, so it's like I don't know. It, it's 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 interesting. It's good. I I, I thought that
0: seemed <sighs> intriguing when it first came out, but it was on cable, and so I couldn't watch oh. it, and then I sort of forgot about it. But now that I know it's on Netflix, yeah. I might check it out. Bill
1: Pullman's in it too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. Um, I like Jessica Biel. No, I actually really really like her. I think she's a very talented actress. I think she's like vastly understated as, like, a talent. You yeah, know I, I think mean? she's
0: typecast a lot yeah. into, like, tomboyish type roles, or she yeah. used to
1: be, and so I think that sort of hindered her career. I think so, too. Moves. And I think she's got, like, she's way better off than doing all those, like, stupid comedies she was doing in, like, the early 2000s yeah. or anything. Wasn't she on 7th Heaven? She was on 7th Heaven. She was, Heaven. Okay, She yeah. was the older sister. Yeah. yeah, it's just, she's just, like, she's really, she's really got like a very, she's very talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would, if I knew she was in a show or a movie, I would watch it. Just oh, really? In it. Yeah. I like her a lot. Oh, I think wow. she's really good. Yeah. Um, so I'd recommend that one. That was good. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I really, really like, again, the psychological aspect that you're like, oh my God, what's happening? And then they find out this new information and they keep finding out new information and new bits and new bits. And so you're like, ah, <laughs> but you're still kind of like, okay, so I just presented this scene, but what if this isn't actually what happened? Yeah, that's... You know? Because yeah. her mind is all muddled and she doesn't remember a lot of stuff. And it's it's good. Yeah, I'd recommend I it. I think
0: I might check it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me know what you think. I'll let you know what I
1: think okay. when I all check right. it out. And I have to tell you, and I was going to text you while I was watching this, but I am proud to say that I am not more attracted to Bill Pullman with gray hair than I am oh, boy. <laughs> with gray hair. <laughs> Down hair. I was like, oh, okay, so I'm more attracted to him and Casper than I am, and no. Now. Gosh, <laughs> that's fine.
0: And, fun fact, I'm not any less attracted to CGI ghosts. So, win win. <laughs> it's my favorite thing when Laura texts me and she says stuff like, um, am I attracted to Jay Leno? <laughs>
1: okay, Jay Leno. I've been watching old kidding. episodes of The Tonight Show, and I've been thinking a lot about Jay Leno lately. Okay. Like, First of all, it was Nick Jonas. <laughs> okay, I've <seen> thinking <laughs> a lot lately. Never Jay Leno, he's never crossed my mind in that way. Okay. Um... <laughs> Oh my gosh, am I into David Letterman? It's all night show hosts.
0: I don't know. No way. <laughs> it's all
1: night show hosts. Um, if anything, it's gonna be. Wait, I forgot his last name. I almost called him Jimmy Stewart.
0: Jimmy Kimmel? No. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. <laughs> I love Jimmy Fallon. I'm not attracted to him. Just to clarify, when I say I love Jimmy Fallon, I think he's really funny, and I I appreciate all of his work and his body of work. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing the Lauren thing where I'm like, I think mean, he's so attractive.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've been very open as to the fact that I have several men that I follow on Instagram purely because I find them good looking, okay? Yeah. she
0: has one guy on Instagram that she, like, a few years ago, she said, I have to show you this guy on Instagram that I follow, he's so <laughs> hot, and she showed me his pictures, and his instagram posts were the most airheaded oh my god
1: ridiculous
0: he's okay so he has giant muscles so he probably here's the thing he probably can't buy a normal (laughs) t-shirt he has to buy t-shirts with expanded sleeves and that is a turnoff for me number two he had this long like thor hair but not like chris hemsworth thor like like he just has like long blonde flowing locks And then he had random pictures of him, like, in a cafe in Prague, or, like, swimming with dolphins, and his quotes on his pictures would be so generic, they'd be like... Every day is a new adventure.
1: Go live it. And I couldn't stand it. It was like, it. live, laugh, love. And yeah, you're like, I, even, Yeah. It was like, and, eat, pray, love. And I'm like, this is literally a book. Like, you can use
0: that. And Laura was like, isn't he hot? And I
1: was like, no. No. A thousand times, no. She's looking more at his photos and she's like, can you, like, not show me this guy anymore? He's really bumming me out. Yes. And I was like... I couldn't, I couldn't do it. But... I haven't seen a picture of him in a long time because my tastes have shifted since oh, then. Oh, Yes. Yeah. And I forgot about him. She likes so,
0: she likes <laughs> that's him a little bit the only story that I forgot about him. <laughs> it, it, the way I just described him makes it seem like he's probably easy to forget about. <laughs> he's,
1: as it turns out, he is very easy to forget about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean he literally got famous because he made a video of him putting up his hair in a ponytail. That's See, I hate it. that. <laughs> like, oh, so um, I saw Conan the Barbarian, not oh, the one oh. with Arnold Schwarzenegger, because this is reminding me of this. Oh, the one with Jason Momoa. It was terrible, uh, <laughs> which is not surprising. It was like really bad. But the two, and I'm gonna just go off on a tangent here, but I for some reason want to tell you this right now, so just bear with me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but him. And the lead actress, Rachel Nichols, had so little chemistry that when they were about to kiss, I was like, no, God, please don't. Just don't. No, don't. And then they did, and I was like, oh, my God, that was so, so deeply uncomfortable that even they looked like they were like, oh, do I have
0: to? Like, <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> it was
1: so bad. Oh, it was a really bad movie. I Don't thought, I, you
0: know, I believe it because I didn't even really know that Jason Momoa had <laughs> made a Conan the Barbarian movie. It was
1: like two thousand. A Conan <laughs> the
0: O'Brien movie.
1: That would have been a great movie. <laughs> Could you imagine Conan O'Brien as Conan the Barbarian? He's like, what do you want me to do with this spear here? This, <laughs> this stick with the sharpie end? <laughs> oh, man. I like it. And just seeing him run around all lanky and like, yeah, and awkward. awkward and just <laughs> like not. I would pay money to see that for sure. Really? Yeah, it sounds like wow. it'd be really funny. And
0: then you text me and you're like, "So do I think Colonel <laughs> Brian is hot? What? Am I, right I into, always... Am I into redheads? <laughs> I don't know why it's always late night. Hosts. It's I don't always know. late night house. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, um, I don't so, think there's anything Yeah, should else. we talk about Inherent Vice? Yeah, let's talk about the movie. This is what
0: everyone came for. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so, I want to say first things first, is that I absolutely hated the narration. Oh, really? I hated it so much, every time she would go, every time she'd start talking, I'd be like, oh my god, just, like, show us, don't tell us. I like,
0: couldn't tell if that was... His like imaginary friend, or if that was the Asian woman Jade. Do you know which no, one it, it was? No, it was
1: um sort of liege.
0: Yeah, that's what, okay. So that's yeah. so I was right then. And then was that his imaginary friend. I believe she was imaginary because she was in a couple scenes and nobody else acknowledged her. And then they showed him because oh. there was a scene where um he was driving to the, I think he was driving to the police station and she was in the passenger seat and she said, "So where to now?" And he said, "Oh, we gotta go here and find find this person." And it showed her in the passenger seat and then the next scene it showed him pulling into the driveway and the passenger seat was empty.
1: So that's how oh, I figured out that she must have been even like an imaginary noticed friend that. of his. I just didn't like her. I was Really? Like, I just thought she was there for no reason. I hated that it was narrated. I hated that it was narr. I really Overall, Sam, I'm not gonna lie, I really dislike this movie. I know you t- you like... called me,
0: you called me at twelve thirty, at midnight, midnight thirty, <laughs> dark thirty, dark thirty, <laughs> dark noon thirty, dark noon thirty. That's it. That's Lauren's term for dark it, noon thirty to to talk about how much you dislike this movie.
1: You were uh, up. I. There were parts that I thought were, kind of. Like kind of funny or kind of good, but for the most part, I really didn't like it. I, it was too long. The plot was super. convoluted. It was very.
0: It was too long and convoluted. I agree with you. It I didn't like. Super way hate it though. Too many
1: characters. Oh man, I, dude, like about an hour and a half, in, I was like, maybe the ceiling will cave in on me and I won't <laughs> have to watch this movie. And I was like. Like, well, did I tell you that when I worked at the bank, I used to have, like, fantasies of co- someone coming in and stabbing me, so I knew oh she not going work anymore because I hated that job so much. Jeez, no.
0: So that's how you felt when you were watching this
1: movie? I did. I was like, maybe I'll die, and I want to do <laughs> Wouldn't oh that my be a gosh. treat? <laughs> yeah. Jeez.
0: The, the I, narrator.
1: I, yeah. What, no. what were you saying?
0: No, um, I I actually was really impressed that Paul Thomas Anderson found multiple women who had Muppet voices. And I kind of really enjoyed her voice and Jade's voice because yeah. they were like much. I thought Jade was cute. They had like the the cutest little voices. But that's Andy Samberg's wife, sort of age, sort of Oh, age is she? Is Andy Samberg's wife? Yeah, I believe um, she was. I believe she might be a musician by trade. I don't know if she's an actress. Um. Well, that's yeah, cool. she's an instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, and actress. So anyway, Does she have a band or
1: anything?
0: Um, I'm not. I think she's a solo act, but I'm not. Joanna Newsom, is her oh, name? Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of. Okay, yeah, um, I've
1: heard, I've heard so of anyway,
0: that. so I think that's funny that you have such such a reaction to her because I, I kind of like the narration because it, I the <laughs> the movie was based on a novel, so I liked that there was like a novel feel to it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I heard that it was very true to the source material. Oh
0: really? Yeah. I think that did um did it a disservice because I do agree with you that they they introduced characters. Near the Like, in the third act, they introduced new characters. And you mentioned this to me in the brief conversation we had, that they would name... We would meet a character for three seconds, yeah. and then six scenes later, they would name this character by name, and I'd be like, I don't know who this character yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to keep the basic plot in my head as I watched it, and that helped me through it a little bit, but there were some scenes that I just accepted that I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I
1: no, I felt like that too.
0: I liked the movie as it's centered around Joaquin Phoenix's character, Doc yeah. Scortello. And I realized something when I was watching it that Joaquin Phoenix and this is something I know, but I didn't I've never really come to the realization, but he is an outstanding actor.
1: Oh yeah, he totally is.
0: He's so I love I love him in this role.
1: I did too. I liked I him a
0: lot. Thought he was amazing and it made me realize that he's somebody who, I have i don't know if I've ever seen a bad performance from him, even in a movie that might not be as good, he's always really, really great. Yeah. Like, his his character in Signs is one of my favorite characters in the movie, and it's a yeah. great movie, so that's not an example of, like, a terrible movie, but, and just, um, I haven't seen The Joker, but... And I was a little bit salty that Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win the Oscar because I thought his role in Once Upon a Tile in Hollywood was so good. Oh, love that But movie. when I think about how amazing Joaquin Phoenix is, I'm not... I don't <laughs> doubt that he probably deserved to win for right. The Joker just because he's so good. Yeah. And I loved him in this
1: movie. The first movie
0: I ever saw him in was Gladiator. Okay, yeah. And I
1: was like, this guy is so good. Like, and... I have like I have things here or there where I will like just straight up stop liking an actor after I see them play a certain role. Um, Like that happened with Eric Bana and the other Boland girl. I was like, no, that guy's (laughs) out. Bye bye Eric Bana forever. And then the last no, literally the next thing I've ever seen of him was I wait unless Hulk came out after that. I think it came out before. Um, Was Dirty John? That was the next thing. Yeah, it was like ten years. That's how much I was like. Fuck Man. you, Irvana, Bubba. Yeah, I don't know. It happens. It's weird. But then there'll be other actors like Vincent Cassel who continuously plays creepy characters and I'm like, fucking love that guy. He's awesome. It's just
0: their, yeah, the captivation like, factor. Yeah, and like, yeah. and
1: Joaquin Phoenix made such an impact as the antagonist in Gladiator that I was like, I freaking love this guy. Like, he's so good. And yeah. he's so good at being creepy. And then, um... I think after that I saw him in Return to Paradise, and that was, remember, I told oh, you about yeah. that movie? Uh-huh. And he, like, he will break your heart in that movie. It is, like, his... he Like, I don't even want to tell you because it's just such a raw, like, outstanding and just emotionally driven performance that, like, and it's not even that long of an amount of time that, like, it sticks with you. I saw this movie, like, 15 years ago, and I still... Like I'm just as passionate about it as like the first time I ever Return saw Return to Paradise. Like yeah, it's oh, just I it's so. Check it out. From what I remember, and I don't want to like drive like lead you wrong, but from what I remember, it was a very very good movie. It's and it's with Vince Vaughn. And oh,
0: okay. Yeah. I
1: like him in his serious roles, but I do not like him in his comedy roles. I've oh never really? About that before, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. I think
1: he's he's like Henry Cavill. Who Henry Cavill has certain strengths in certain genres but not in others. And that's like Vince Vaughn. I just don't think he's a good comedy actor like Ashton Kutcher. Oh, okay. Ashton Kutcher's a great drama actor. Yeah. But not a good comedy actor. Plus, he always plays Michael Kelso. He always plays goofy characters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, great, Michael Kelso. (laughs) again. Can't get enough of that guy. You know? Um,
0: Well, Keen Phoenix, number one reason to see the movie. I really liked that his character was uh, like just a big pothead.
1: I and did so
0: <laughs> I thought that that actually like added an air of mystery to the movie because a lot of the time he seemed confused. Like things would happen and he would be confused about why they were happening. So a lot of the things I questioned if they really happened or not. Right. And I kind of liked that. And I thought he was he was really good. His um his ex girlfriend Shasta Faye. Yeah.
1: Shasta Fay. words.
0: She comes to tell him that the millionaire the older millionaire she's dating, his wife and her boyfriend are gonna try to have him committed so they can have so they can get his millions. Mm-hmm. And that's the basic gist of the plot right. And so Doc Portello Joaquin Phoenix is a private investigator, and so he's on sort of on the case to try to I guess keep that from happening Mm -hmm. and the rest of the plot is just so there's so much that happens a lot of it i just didn't even get it i didn't even and a lot of the time i just accepted the movie for what it was (laughs) and i didn't try to to figure out what was happening because it was really difficult like yeah i'm not i wasn't totally certain if him and Josh Brolin's character had a history or not, because they implied yeah. that they d- that he did, but I didn't, I wasn't sure.
1: I wasn't either, and I could not. And Bigfoot, that, Bigfoot, yeah. yeah, I could not stand him. Really? Oh <laughs> my god! Every time he came on the screen, I'm like this fucking guy. Like <laughs> I just, I don't. I, I thought really the only part that I thought was kind of funny. Was when his wife was like took the phone and was screaming at Doc, <laughs> because I was just like this guy's life is such a mess. Like I felt bad for him, you yeah. know. I was like the wife is just screaming at him, not Doc. I felt bad for bit No, though. I know. Yeah. 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 Um, and when he was like driving and deep throating that <laughs> I mean, banana, I, I was shocked. Like, frozen <laughs> banana. There was a lot of. Can you see him like gagging? Yes. <laughs> it was like,
0: like he, he literally, like, literally deep throated it and he gagged I, on it. Yeah. Lot of like, but it um, was
1: just so funny how Doc's just watching him like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Like Doc like, is just put it, off,
0: is put he's off. He's so us.
1: weirded out and grossed yeah. out. Like he just can't stop staring at him. Like, <laughs> oh man, that was that was funny. Those were really the only parts where I like even remotely liked him. You know, yeah. yeah. Everything else, I just thought he was kind of just like the big man on campus. And, yeah. It, it, I don't I don't like those kind of personalities. I don't like those kind of characters, you know?
0: And he would never listen.
1: Exactly. And
0: he didn't take Doc seriously. And
1: he had, like... And Doc had some good insight, too. Yeah. And had some good leads. And the guy was just like, Well, I'm a cop, and I know what I'm doing. And, and Doc's like, Well, I can do things more efficient than you, because I don't have all this red tape, you know, surrounding to mm-hmm. that, like, you know, cops do. Yeah. And he just, like, wouldn't follow through. And I was just like, Fine, just let these people do whatever they want, then, and kill people or what i don't know whatever you know i don't. i just don't like those i don't like those kind of characters i i have a very hard time getting on board with them because i'm just at the end of the day i'm like well what use are you then your job is to be a cop and to find out information and you're just disregarding these pretty decent leads that someone has yeah you know and like what happens they end up going nowhere well then at least you investigated them at least you know you know so yeah that's that's my thought on bigfoot
0: yeah, I, I thought the same thing except something that I, I enjoyed is that Doc, there, you know have you ever seen Columbo? Um,
1: no, but I know what you're talking about. So
0: Columbo pretends to be sort of stupid but he's figuring everything out as it happens and everybody thinks they can outsmart Columbo but he's always one step ahead of them. Uh-huh. And something I really liked about this movie is that Doc is the opposite of Columbo. Things just sort of fall in his lap and he gets lucky a lot of the time and i really liked that and like um i can't remember the character's name but there's a character so he has this like office space and like a doctor's office and a character comes in and asks him to look into something and doc is like writing in a notebook and he's writing like paranoid like because he's (laughs) feeling paranoid because this guy is connected to the real estate mogul. Oh, that, Khalil Tarek. Yeah, so yeah. like Shasta's dating this real estate mogul, and then Khalil comes in and he needs help with some other crime on the other end related to this real estate mogul. And and so I like how he's, like, Doc is always taking notes in this little notebook, but they're like one-word things that aren't clues to anything. They're more like a, <laughs> I almost a journal for him. And I just like how he's never... I, most of the time, he doesn't seem like he's one step ahead because he's super clever. He's one step ahead because things just sort of work out, <laughs> and then yeah. I really enjoyed that. I did too. Because he's sort of a bumble. He's not an idiot, but no. he's just sort of like bumbling around. And he's a hippie
1: pothead. Yeah, he's a hippie yeah.
0: pothead, and I I really like that. And I, there was one scene. So there's a few things that made me laugh. And the first one was he's talking to what's her name, Soli sort of hmm and I you have to write down her her name because I
1: wasn't trying to. Yeah, because yeah. it's like French or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't know. This is like the first time you really like see her in the flesh. He's at he's at a restaurant or something, mm-hmm. and you don't know that she's not real yet. And he's you know, or she's, like
1: me, and you have no idea yeah. she's not real until someone tells you that. But <laughs> she's whatever. talking to him and she's
0: <laughs> saying, you know, like, how do you how did you feel about seeing your ex girlfriend? And he's like, I don't know. I guess it's been a long time. Maybe I should. Yeah, I should do something and she said yeah you know maybe change your hair change your look and then the very next scene he's got like curlers in <laughs> yeah, his hair yeah, yeah. and i really like that <laughs> I too. and then there was another scene where he goes so he gets a lead and he goes to this um so what's his name Khalil Khalil Tariq Khalil yeah. Tariq tells him that the hood that he grew up in has been like bulldozed and they're going to put like a housing development in they're going to put a housing <laughs> development in or something, yeah. and it's, like, shady, and there's some dirty dealings that are probably going on, and so Doc is going to check this out, and he comes to this, like, like the equivalent of, like, you know, at, like, a construction site, there's, like, a trailer office? Yeah. So, you know, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah So he yeah. comes <laughs> to this like trailer office, and it like half of the tra- or the trailer is like a sex club, basically <laughs> it's like a massage a massage parlor, like, parlor. on this like construction what was site it called like chicks. I don't remember. And I what can't it's remember. Called. Yeah, I can't remember either. But he walks in, and this Jade, this character who becomes like a recurring character, she she comes out and she's just like matter of factly talking about like sex acts, like. Mm-hmm. And he's all business at first, and because she's she's saying like, like we can do female oral sex, we can do male oral sex, we can do this, we can do this, and he's like, sorry, I'm I'm just here because I want to ask you some questions. So he starts asking her some questions, and she says, you know, if you're a police officer, you can get a free preview of this uh, this one. It's like pussy and he, he immediately changes gears from all yeah. business and he goes, "What about a private investigator?" And I laughed <laughs> out loud because he changed so like he changed on a dime he and it was did. so funny. And then this is the scene that shocked me because she said, "Sure, a private investigator would work." And she opens the door to this office and she said she calls a woman out. Yeah. And immediately starts giving this woman oral sex and I was like holy crap it really shocked me and I know I sound like a prude but I was not expecting it like (laughs) they go to town and he and he's looking at them we don't see him because they fall like
1: behind a counter well he's like trying to touch the girl and she's like no not you don't touch me this isn't you're not part of this and so he's
0: disappointed because the preview he's getting is watching them (laughs) and so he starts walking away and then he gets hit by the Then sword. he gets hit yeah, in the head. Yeah. But that scene, like, totally shocked me because I've never seen Like, I was not expecting them to get going so no, immediately. I <laughs> like, wasn't like, it was either. immediately. Yeah, it was. It was.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. No, that scene I was like. What did you I think? I think I just thought it was funny. Okay. Um, I, I don't think. I don't. Remember really being shocked by it? I was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's the kind of thing that they mean. Cool. Like <laughs> really shocked. I mean, like I was just, but it was also like I was kind of like good for the girls to like make the guy watch and like not have them be part of it. Like, so one girl is getting off, or I don't know. It was, it was like to me, it was kind of like cute and sexy and funny. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. It yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. I mean, I liked it. It was a funny it was, scene. It was it funny just Shocked me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so then he gets framed for murder
1: mm-hmm. because somebody hits of him over. Of Glenn, um, what's it, Glenn? Charlock,
0: Charlock or whatever. Yeah.
1: So I actually, okay, can I ask you a question? Sure. Because I felt like I wasn't sure what I was seeing, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where he's watching the commercial for the Channel View Apartments. Oh, yeah. Who was the guy in the commercial? That was, that was, um. That was Mickey? Or? That was, Bigfoot. That was Bigfoot. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought because mm-hmm. I was like, because I thought it was supposed to be Mickey, but I was like, that looks just like Josh it was Brolin. Bigfoot, yeah, and I'm like, also, and that's the- I don't have my glasses on for that small of a view. You know, like I can, yeah. I can generally see the the TV pretty clearly from my uh, couch, but when it's like a little small thing, like I have to wear my glasses to play like video games. You know oh what I yeah, mean? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I was just like, I i knew it looked like Josh Brolin, but I was like so confused and obviously they didn't really show who Mickey was until later, which yeah, should have maybe been more like of a surprise or more of a twist, but really wasn't at all. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like I was like,
0: yeah, I it was think... like,
1: he was never really seen in the beginning or anything. There's no lead up to him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, okay. That answers my question.
0: (laughs) No, I think that sort of confusion is is what, another reason why in the movie I questioned what was real and what wasn't real. Okay. Because I was like, is he hallucinating Josh Brolin in this commercial? Because at the end of the commercial, Josh Brolin goes, what's up, Doc? And sort Mm. of is like looking right at Joaquin Phoenix through the TV. Right. So you're sort of immediately on shaky ground wondering, like, he's a, like, Hippy who smokes weed all the time so what's really happening right yeah right so yeah no it wasn't it was i think it was maybe like if you were with him watching that commercial you would have seen mickey but oh, he okay. sees bigfoot that's okay. how i took it
1: that's kind of how i took it too but yeah. i just wasn't sure because i was like i was questioning what my eyes were see actually seeing, yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i was like wait I'm like, I'm like, my vision's not that bad. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, it's pretty, it's pretty light. I have pretty mild, bad vision. Mild, bad, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> okay. So, so then we're introduced to Shasta. Yes. Who it took me a second to recognize her. Um, Catherine Waterston, I think. Um, cause she was in, she was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. And I was like, that girl looks so familiar, and I couldn't figure out why she looked familiar. And then it, like, clicked like that. And I was like, that's the girl from Fantastic Beasts, where to find them? I was like, yeah. And, yeah, um, she
0: kind of reminded me of, like, a, in this movie, she reminded me of, like, a poor man's Brie Larson.
1: Yes, yes. I actually was kind of like, is that Brie Larson? I kind I of wished like, it had been Brie Larson. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I didn't, I mean, her performance was okay. It was fine. She was a little bit stoic, and that bothered me. And, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was, ooh, I just hit the thing. Yeah, she was very stoic. I agree. It was, I didn't, didn't like, really care about her either way. Yeah,
0: as, as like, a femme fatale character.
1: She's not very femme fatale-ish.
0: Yeah, she wasn't. She was a little bit too bland. Yeah. But I liked... I still... I sort of liked her her role in all of it. And when they would show her and him... Like the scene where they were playing with the Ouija board and then they ran out into the rain. I thought that was a yeah. really sweet scene. I really liked that. That was really cute. And so I, I think that they had some chemistry. They had chemistry that sure. I enjoyed. But yeah, I just think as a catalyst... For some of the things that he went through, I I wasn't sure if I was totally sold.
1: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and we can get to it later, but when she came back and everything, there was no, like, it felt like it should have been more shocking, or it should have been more like, like, there should have been more anger or something, which there obviously was anger, but we can get into it later, but it just, I don't know, like, she was just like, hey, I'm back, and I was like, am I imagining this, you know? Yeah, I think... I think
0: I know what you're saying, because, so Doc is very concerned most of the movie that she might be in danger, or something might have happened to her, and this is another reason why I think Joaquin Phoenix is so amazing, because he plays, like, he's high all the time, basically, Mm -hmm. and so he never really has, like, he he has very rare heights and depths of emotion, because he's sort of stoned the whole time, Mm -hmm. but he's so... um, I don't. Know, he's so captivating and he's so dynamic as an actor that he can convey a lot with yes. an expression. So I never thought he was bland ever. No, I he was.
1: Even though he, he was definitely my yeah. favorite part in the movie. So
0: he was concerned the whole time that she might be in danger, and I could tell that he was concerned, even though he was never freaking out about it because he, you know, his emotions were always sort of even keeled because right. of, you know, like his
1: yeah. He was, there's he was like one the part where he like, and Kind of lose that or two parts maybe, but it yeah. wasn't... Yeah. They, you know. were, they
0: were kind of fear and far between. And so when she comes back, I kind of wanted to see a little bit more emotion from him, just like relief that she was okay. But even more than that, I think she doesn't play the stoned character as well as he does. Yeah. She played it more bland. Yeah. It, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, well, she just... It not, and this isn't, an, I, personally, I don't think this is any reflection necessarily on her as an actress. I just think it was, I, like, I don't think she's a bad actress. I just don't think that that was, like, maybe it just wasn't written well enough or wasn't, like, she mm-hmm. didn't have enough direction or anything. Could it be, just, yeah. But there was something, like, I didn't really care about her character. I wasn't yeah. super into her, I kind of forgot that he was looking for her after a while because she was such... Like, she just didn't make any sort of big impression in my mind. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, oh, we have to make sure that Shasta's okay. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's looking for Shasta. Um, Also... That should be a commentary on how many other characters were introduced and then later too forgotten. Too many. There were too many. Yeah, like that Ter- or uh, Khalil Tarek or whatever. He never came back. He never came back. And, yeah. he, and it was like, he asked Doc to research something for him and then just, that was it? Yeah. Never mentioned again.
0: And then the sister of Glenn, Sherlock, Sherlock yeah. she came in. And I, I thought, like, there was a little bit of feeling like women were just sort of, um arm candy yeah. in this movie. They were, I'm glad you said
1: something, because I yeah. felt like a little, like, there was a lot of, like, ass shots. Yes. And, like, there wasn't that with men. And it's like, if you're gonna do it equally, fine. But, like, yeah. I really don't like that when it's just focused on women's bodies. And, And I yeah. think
0: that's, that you, you're <laughs> honest to something I think that's why Shasta was sort of one-dimensional. Because right. I don't think she was written to be an interesting character. I mean, she was, I mean, she's supposed to be interesting enough to captivate Doc, in which... In in roundabout ways, she's supposed to captivate us because we want to be interested in what Doc is interested in. But I think she sort of falls flat if you keep going into her character because I think she was written to just be sort of like a female to sort of move the plot along, not to be a deep character. And I felt that way what she was for. Yeah, yeah. But but (laughs) she wasn't like super interesting in that regard. Right. Even um. I did sort of. I didn't forget about her, like you said. I was sort of concerned about her the whole time because I thought I enjoyed how Doc, deeply, in deep down, was still in love with her, but didn't admit it to himself because she really hurt him. Yeah. And, like, there was a scene where him and Reese Witherspoon had. His, who is, like, his on and off again, like, sort of. Not really a girlfriend, but they, like, yeah. sleep together.
1: He, he didn't strike me as the type that, other than Shasta. Didn't strike me as the type to really be into relationships, it was yeah. kind of more like we have fun together and we see each other, and that's fine by me. Yeah, you know and I mean? Reese
0: Witherspoon's character's a DA, yeah, so well, she's she like clearly, out of his league anyway. Well, she was
1: like so she clearly like slumming. just wanted him, yeah. to like have fun with. Yeah, like, right. There was no way that that relationship was good. like she wasn't going to marry him and have kids with him. But Man. I
0: think there is you know. a moment <clears throat> they've hooked up, and yeah. it's sort of they're sort of like watching TV afterwards, and she says, "Do you love me?" And I think. She may not need his love necessarily, but I think she can tell that he's always distracted because deep down he's in love with Shasta and he always has been. So I do think there's a depth to the story about, like, how she broke his heart because she left him to date Mickey's character. Right. And people keep telling him that she's in love with Mickey. And, you know, he's like, you know... I feel like maybe there's this subtext of, like, him knowing that maybe she never loved him like he loved her. Right. Like, Shasta never loved Doc like Doc loves Shasta. Yeah. And, but she comes into his life and sort of disrupts it. And so I do kind of feel that, like, tension and heartbreak in him a little bit throughout the movie. And so I never forgot about her because I kind of wanted some sort of resolution and I, I don't think I wanted them to be together. And I was no, kinda I, I was pretty either. disappointed at the end because it sort of felt <clears> like <throat> like him falling into the same rut. Right. Like over and over again. She'd eventually leave him. And then you find out that she when she was dating Mickey, who everyone told everyone told Doc that Shasta loved Mickey. Right. But then you find out that Mickey would like make her sleep with people. Like, he would like her pimp her yeah. out. And so I'm like, did she really <clears throat> love him? And it sounded like, it, it sounded like a pretty unsavory situation. Yeah. And she sounded like a pretty unsavory character because here she has Doc who, though he isn't always high, he's like, seems pretty genuine. Right. And he has a job and, you know, but she couldn't appreciate him. So she goes and dates this rich man and, and is like a prostitute for him, basically. Yeah. So she's not a good character, and I was kind of sad that they sort of drove away.
1: Well, and to me too, it seemed like it seemed like that was something that was traumatizing to her, and it was glossed over so quickly. I agree. Yeah, you know, it was like that is a super traumatizing situation to be in love with someone and trust them and have them be like, "Yeah, you're gonna have sex with these men," so like because I don't care about you. Yeah, obviously, like, and it's just. It it was. It, it, I wonder if a man wrote it because I I, I kind of assume that they, like a man did write it because I don't feel like a woman would have glossed over that so quickly. Well, I think
0: I think Paul Thomas Anderson. It, yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson oh, wrote, wrote the screenplay. And yeah, and I think like like there's a scene where Shasta when she comes back and she's like totally nude. Yeah, so you're, like full nudity that also made me think that the women were just sort of, like, set pieces. Yeah, big time. And so that... Do you want to just talk about that scene? Because that
1: scene made yeah, me out. Yeah, I really didn't like it. <laughs> no. For it multiple like, reasons. It was very... So, like, it was like an aggressive sex scene. So, she, yeah, she came back was, at yeah, the end of yeah. the
0: movie. She'd been gone the whole time. She <laughs> came back, right. and she explained to Doc that she'd been pimped out.
1: Okay, now right. Sorry, and I didn't mean to step on your toes. No, 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 you're, you're fine. No, I like yeah. what you were explaining. Um. And then... She starts telling him about all these traumatic things that happened to him, and she like is to kind her. of yeah. to her, yeah. And she's kind of like goading him into like, and she's totally like, having sex with him or something, yeah. or having sex with her or whatever. But then he like slaps her ass a bunch of times, like really hard, and just like starts like having sex with her, and it was very aggressive and like, and the and. In the scene, it made me uncomfortable, but after, it didn't really make me uncomfortable, if that makes sense, because I was like, okay, well, it obviously was consensual, you know, but, like, in the moment, it didn't necessarily seem consensual to me. It just made me uncomfortable. It was like, oh, that was rough and kind of weird, and, like, I'm I'm curious as to what you think. I
0: didn't, I, I thought it was consensual 100% of the time, um... The thing I didn't like about it was more character-driven. I thought Shasta comes in totally nude because she, as her, as a femme fatale, knows that Doc is in love with her still. Right. So she comes in totally nude, and she sits on the sofa, and... What made me uncomfortable was that, like, you couldn't really see her hands.
1: It looked a little bit like she was touching herself. Yeah, like yeah. she was touching
0: herself, and she had her <clears> foot <throat> on his lap, and she was sort of moving it towards his crotch. Crotch. Right. I think the word crotch is really gross. I would rather say penis, because that's not gross no, to me, but crotch, crotch, is crotch is like, grosses me
1: out. Uh, no, crotch is like... It's like one of those words where when I think of crotch, I just don't think of like anything good. So she's
0: moving her foot towards his penis. Yeah.
1: And she's talking.
0: He's clothed. yeah. Yeah. And she's talking and she's presumably touching herself, but her voice never changes. It's the same sort of stoic monotone talking.
1: Yeah. She does kind of moan a little bit, but it's not. It's just like, I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah.
0: And she's teasing Doc because she knows he still loves her. And then she sort of switches positions and she lays across his lap, mm-hmm.
1: butt to the ceiling,
0: butt to the ceiling, crotch on crotch, and her hands are still down in that area. Yeah. And then, and then they have sex, but it's like it lasts for like twelve seconds. <laughs> it's really fast, and yeah. it's not romantic it's Tom because in cruise yeah, and the mummy levels of yeah, fast. It's twelve <laughs> seconds long but the sad it made me really it was a really sad scene for me because i think the sex the sex was almost like necessary because she was totally teasing him so yeah. the sex didn't bother me so much as it made me really sad because she was flipped over on her stomach and so they he was basically it was basically like i guess doggy style like so it was not romantic less, yeah. there was no like kissing there was no eye contact it was just she had she had teased him enough where they had sex with each other
1: it was like pure rodney it was
0: pure rodney yeah. that's a good way of putting it and it was just so sad because i felt so bad for doc and then when they were done and everything was quiet she said this doesn't mean we're back together so yeah. it's just like the nail in the coffin and i just it made me so sad like yeah. the whole thing was just so sad it was sad so that's why the scene really bothered me but i I felt like it was consensual. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: I I did too. I guess it was it was just so rough and unexpected that I was kinda like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it know, was, was rough and like, unexpected. Whoa. Yeah. But um no, I that's exactly see, this is exactly why we work because you <laughs> and I have like different perspectives and it's nice to hear a different perspective from what yeah. I have, you yeah. know? Um I did have something else. I was wait sorry, let me oh, do, sure. I was watching um a live video that uh, Alana Glazer did on Instagram. She's on Broad City. Oh, okay. And she kept saying LOL. And I was like, I wasn't sure she was reading it. She was like reading like a painting or she had or something. And I was like, is there LOL written in the painting? But then I realized I was like, oh, she's saying it out loud. Like she's saying "Uh, LOL. You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's weird. (laughs) I love Alana Glazer. (laughs) She's very, she seems like she's a really cool genuine human being. Um, and I love Broad City, so I just thought it. I just thought it was funny. That's why I'm thinking like M B D. Just
0: saying instead of yeah. saying laughing out loud, she was <laughs> saying exactly, LOL.
1: Is exactly what people say when they laugh. They're like, I am, I am laughing out loud currently. I am
0: a human from planet Earth. <laughs> I am laughing out loud.
1: We are all laughing out loud. What is In unnatural <laughs> about what am I saying? What I am saying. What <laughs> I am currently. I am laughing out loud. It reminds me of Holt from. Uh, from Brooklyn Nine Nine, I know you haven't seen that show, but I think you'd really like it. <laughs> I think
0: I probably would, but I just haven't watched it. I get it. I um, Understand something about this movie, though. I think I told you this, but this movie was very. I I thought this movie was super clever. I, there was quite a few. There were quite a few lines that I thought were were pretty clever, and they made me laugh. And there was some characters that I thought were were kind of funky, and I liked them. But it reminded me of, like, like I feel like Paul Thomas Anderson and Wes Anderson <laughs> maybe were in high school together, and this is, like, a story of, like, two best friends who went in different directions. So they had the same sense of humor, and... Wes Anderson went quirky and whimsical and Paul Thomas Anderson went like gritty and dark because I felt like this movie, as I was watching it when it started, I thought this movie makes me feel like if Wes Anderson made a movie, wanted to make a movie that made me feel dirty afterwards, (laughs) like just a gritty, a little bit of a darker, but still clever and very talky and a little bit zany, but in a dark way. And then Owen Wilson showed up, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is, like, a darker Wes Anderson
1: movie. <laughs> no, like, when they, first Owen Wilson... showed him, <laughs> when they first showed him, I was like, that's not Owen Wilson. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh, no, no, no. I'm like, wait, this isn't a Wes Anderson <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> well, there's this comedic scene where Jenna Malone <laughs> mm-hmm. is looking for her her husband who is allegedly dead but she doesn't believe it's, he's dead and right. that's Owen Wilson's character and she's hired for Keen Phoenix and she's talking about how they were addicted to heroin the and they had the a heroin baby. So like... Yeah. And they had a baby who was also addicted to heroin. And she goes, look at this picture.
1: And Joaquin Phoenix is like, ah! And he screams. She, she and it goes, made me laugh. If you can stomach it, here's the picture. And he's like, and just you know, one big shout. <laughs> and like yelled. acted totally normal after. Yeah, yeah, and I laughed. That was that was pretty clever, I thought. And yeah. then I laughed
0: because <laughs> Owen Wilson's character. So Owen Wilson's character was not murdered. But he was being used by the police to infiltrate many, like, like dangerous groups. And... So, every place that Joaquin Phoenix went, Owen Wilson was there, like, undercover with a different sort of costume, trying to blend in. And, right. And there was one time when he, um, Joaquin Phoenix went to the, uh, it was like a commune or something for, like, people to, like, rich kids, like, yeah. children
1: of rich people to sort of... It looked very culty. Yeah,
0: it was like a cult, basically. It was basically. very culty, yeah. And anyway, he's Joaquin Phoenix comes <laughs> out and there's like a circle... A circle of people in robes, and Owen Wilson looks up, and Joaquin is like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like he mouths it. He mouths like, "What the fuck?" And it made me laugh because it's so <sighs> ridiculous. And so I, I thought that there was just some, there was some clever humor.
1: And no, like, I, I, there was some clever humor. I, I agree. Um,
0: I really, something that really made me laugh, uh, just real quick was Benicio del Toro's character. Oh my god, who, yeah. He was like, he was technically doc's lawyer but the first time we meet him so doc is being framed for Jen- glenn charlock's murder and mm-hmm. he's in bigfoot's office and um benicio del toro sancho is his name he comes in and to sort of like represent doc and he says a line that this is another thing that made me think it was kind of wes anderson-y because josh brolin is like I thought you were a marine a marine lawyer, not like armed forces, but like on the water, yeah. like marine lawyer. <laughs> and he says, he says, yeah, there's lots of crime on the high seas. <laughs> and I just really love that line that he says. And I think Benicio del Toro is sort of underrated as with comedic timing a so little too. bit. I yeah. really liked his role in the movie. It was very sparse. Yeah. But I, when I, I don't know. I liked him and Doc sort of talking and Doc said, I thought you were in, for a minute it looked like he was not on Doc's side when he was talking to Bigfoot, and Doc was like, I thought you were representing me, and uh, Sancho says, no, people pay me to represent (laughs) them, as in Doc hasn't paid him, I don't know, I thought that was pretty clever. No, I did too,
1: I thought that was funny too. Um, Whenever people say, like, marine lawyer, or like, anything like that, I always think of Arrested Development. (laughs) You're a crook, Captain Hook, now won't you throw the book at the pirate? (laughs) That's all. (laughs) That's the whole song. That's the whole song in the thing. But, because it cuts out. But I always think of of, uh, Jason Bateman's character, because he's like, I'm a marine lawyer. Like, that's like his go-to lie. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, Back to uh, Jenna Malone's character, Hope. Yes. So the entire time I'm looking, I'm looking at her teeth and I'm like, those have got to be fake. Oh, yeah. The entire time I was like, and then when she's like, oh, do you like my teeth? Yeah, the the, uh, heroin just sucks the calcium out of your body and she's saying that she has new teeth and I was like, Oh my god, okay, good, because I was like, damn, her teeth are, like, weird-shaped, like, for her mouth, like, and I never thought that she had weird-shaped teeth before, yeah. so it was, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> but, that, it, like, it just, I thought it was funny that I was like, what is going yeah, on Yeah, and then later, oh, later yeah. in the
0: movie, when he's in Martin Short's office, yeah. Martin Short had the tiniest moment in the movie. And and I they love he, walks, <laughs> he walks he so walks through great. a door. Doc walks through like a random door and sees all kinds of hippie kids, like drug addict kids, getting new teeth. Yeah, see, like basically like getting yeah. dental work. So it's yeah. all surreal, and you wonder <laughs> what's just... happening.
1: So Barton Short was just like, just as usual, just such a goofy character, and I'm just like you know. I just I just like him. I just think he's funny, you know. I enjoy him in things that I see him in. He was kind of creepy in this
0: one. I thought it made me laugh because Martin Short works for this front operation. The, mm-hmm. the plot is a little bit complex, and I like we've talked about. Yeah. So I'm not exactly positive what his role is in the within the corporation, but he also sleeps with a bunch of women, and yeah. I like. There was a moment. When he, he offers Joaquin Phoenix... This is another one where Joaquin Phoenix does, like, a, a 180. Yeah. So he's there for business, and Martin Short's trying to talk to him, and they... Anyway, they they talk back and forth for a second, and then Martin Short offers him some so, some cocaine, and immediately <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix is like, yeah, okay, you know, like, like, <laughs> know. they're buddies all of a sudden, you know? I love And <laughs> And I like... So his... Martin Short's secretary comes in, and she says... I need you to help me with something on your couch. <laughs> and he
1: leaves the room
0: with his pants falling down <laughs> around his ankles. Yeah, he's like,
1: running as he's, like, on baby's yeah.
0: pants. Like. And then we're introduced to a new character named Japonica. Yeah. Which is a child of some wealthy people yeah. who has sort of gone well, she's like,
1: over 18. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like But her
0: parents are very wealthy, and right. she's sort of been, um, I guess you could say she's, like, become, like, Like started doing drugs, and she slept with Martin Short's character, and she's in his office, she comes back to his office, because apparently women just can't get enough of Martin Short in this movie, and I thought, what (laughs) universe are we living in where all these women need to be with
1: him? Um, Wasn't he wearing, like, a a purple pantsuit or something? (laughs) And he's, like, skeezy because he's, like, like like slick. It almost reminded me of, um, like, the some of the outfits like Austin Powers wore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that's it's just I love it. It's just funny. That girl, um that girl's in Pretty Little Liars. Kinda. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, in case Sasha remember. Peter Peters yeah. says. Peter Peters, yeah. Peter's ear and I don't like, oh, know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um so okay. So then we're introduced to the whole, like, Golden Fang is an international drug smuggling corporation. Mm hmm And And it's also
0: the name of the ship that Shasta and her rich boyfriend allegedly sailed away on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he meets, uh, Rudy Blatnoid, who is... Um, Martin Short. Yeah, Martin Short's character. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Rudy or Blatinoids, found dead with, like, fang marks. And they talk, and they had this whole thing about it, and I don't think, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, please, but I don't think that they ever follow through with that. Do they? I don't think
0: so. I know that he tells Josh Brolin, you should test the bite marks because they might be, you know, like, made from, they might be made from gold fangs, and then we know who killed him. And Josh Brolin says, like, oh, yeah. gold doesn't leave residue. And he said, well, most gold
1: has some copper in it. So I'm like, what is... But that, my... I actually really liked that scene. Because yeah. he was like, because Josh Brolin was being really snarky. And then Doc just threw it right back at him. Mm-hmm. And, like, used almost the same wording that he did. And I was like, oh, bitch, burn. <laughs> <laughs> all, like, I was just like, yeah. Like, And I liked that scene because I was kind of like... Yes, <laughs> you were put in your place, you bastard. Yeah. Because um, that's exactly what we were talking about, was that he's just kind of like this lazy cop where he's like, well, I don't need to do this and this and that. And, and Doc brings up a good point, like, hey, dude, you know, if you had been there at this point in time, you would know this. And yeah. it's, just, it's just like the typical, like, I'm too bullheaded in my, you know, like, like, my head's too far up my ass to see clearly. You know what I mean? Yep, and exactly. And that's exactly why I'm, like, Bigfoot is like...
0: <sighs> and then Oh, so they had to go up to the cult.
1: Because... The, yeah, the,
0: like... Um, it's called, like, Chryscylodon. Yeah. Which the, was, like, the, the, some old language for the golden fang. Yeah. So the golden fang is, like, a... Sort of a thread through everything.
1: Right. And it's, uh, the, the like, rehab or whatever. Yeah. But these people are getting clean and they're getting heroin again and they're getting clean and so it's just a whole big, like, that's how they're getting money out of these teens or these people. hmm Um, and that's the, Jefferson Mays is in it. Who yeah. Who can start I'm like, the knight.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: he's the doctor he was who's kind leading them around. Yeah, he yeah. was
0: kind of crazy. He has a good crazy look about
1: him. He does, yeah. He, he, um like, when he was reciting the movie that was playing, was it, like, Communist Propaganda or something? Yeah, Yeah, some weird movie communism, yeah. That was weird, and he's, like, mouthing it because he's seen it so many times. But then I like when Doc escapes and he's still talking as if he's still there. Like, he's still leading him, like, Mm -hmm. on the tour, and Doc is, like, long gone. He walks the other way. (laughs) And that's why you see him again. Yeah.
0: And then you see, he finds Mickey, who is Shasta's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, Doc finds Mickey. And And Mickey seems to be, like, totally enjoying staying in this cult yeah. place. Like, he, he doesn't well, seem...
1: And he's, like, never mentioned... Like, you've never... This is the first time you've ever seen Mickey. I had no idea that it was going to be Eric Roberts. In oh, yeah. yeah. And um, I was just like, oh, Eric Roberts is in this. I didn't know that he was in this, you know? And and then he's only in it for, like, five minutes and doesn't offer any sort of information, really. hmm And that's it. That's he's everything. useless. Yeah. Like, and he was, like, such a big focus of the film that I was kind of like, I wanted him to be an antagonist. And he really wasn't, and then that's all you see of him.
0: Yeah, I think there's there could be multiple levels to that. I think probably for Doc, this Mickey guy is a big deal because he's the reason that Shasta left him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you meet Mickey, and he's he's not larger than life. No, I guess it's kind of like anticlimactic for it us, is. yeah, and probably for Doc as well because maybe he's thinking like oh, so this is who Shasta was with, you know? Right. Or why is it Shasta with him now? And I, yeah,
1: it was kind of like a, it was just, it, it just, it was unceremonial. It was just another yeah. reason why I had an issue with this movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was very like what you said, unceremonial, there was this whole big lead up to him being part of it and he was just, he just fell flat. He yeah. was like a sheet of paper, you know, it was like in the wind and you're just, you see it and then it's gone. And, um, and then that's when Shasta comes back and she's like, oh, hey, I'm back. No big deal. Everyone's been looking for me. What? I don't really care. Let's have sex and it'll be super weird. That scene we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, I, there was something that I liked. Um, so Jade, the character from the sex club, the massage parlor, mm -hmm. she sort of makes an appearance in multiple locations and, There's something that that really amused me, and I don't know if I can fully put it into words, but, like, the second time you see her, Doc is calling her by her name, Uh like, they're friends or something. And I really like that sort of ease that he falls into with her. Because she... They're on the docks, and it's all foggy. Yeah. And she gives him some information, he's like, thanks, Jade. And then he sees her at the party. That next place he goes to is, like, a party, and he calls her... I just... I don't know, it's no, like they were immediate too. friends almost, and I really like that dynamic. Like, he's so easygoing and chill that he's just like, hey, Jade. Even though she's the one who hit him on the head and sat him up as the murderer Wait, is she Glenn Charlotte I Yeah, cause think... she apologized. Remember, she's like, I'm really sorry about what happened. They told me to hit you on the head and lay you next to the body. Oh, okay. Because
1: yeah. that happened like while she was giving oral sex to the other girls. I didn't know if that was her... That actually yeah, did it. Yeah, but it, it, she apologized for okay, it. So okay. I assume it was
0: her, but okay, well, that's what... Made, unless I misunderstood, but yeah. Well, that's another... <sighs>
1: yeah, like, This is this is just a testament so, to exactly why I the movie think, was so confusing. Yeah,
0: I think the movie suffered from just too many characters. and I agree, big time. I think... I don't know if it's a plus that it's really close to the source material. Like, you said you read that, like, oh, it was... It was um, pretty accurate to the source material and in this instance that might have been a disservice for it. Yeah. They probably should have cut out a bunch of things because it was it was convoluted and yeah. I I generally pride myself in being able to watch a movie and know what's going on and this is a vi- this movie is a very rare example of me most of the time feeling like I'm maybe like 15% lost. (laughs) And I just had to keep focused on the main plot line and enjoy the things that were happening around it and realize that a lot of the characters ended up not being important or... Um, a lot of the characters, I don't remember who they are, you know? Yeah. And so that was, this was, um, a rare experience, a rare movie viewing experience for me because I was giving it my full attention and I still got lost a little bit and that doesn't happen to me very
1: often. Um, it happens to me very often, but I think part of it is, um, I just have, like, a little bit of hearing difficulty, so if I, especially if I'm watching on the big screen, there's some things that I'll miss, and I'll be like, "Wait, what happened?" I actually had to watch mm-hmm. this with the subtitles because so much was happening. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, okay. So then there is actually one part that I wanted to mention that I thought was funny was when Doc, or I think it's like Bigfoot's picking him up, and this is earlier in the film. And Doc like runs out, drops his briefcase, and then sprawls across his car. <laughs> <laughs> And like and like, and like Bigfoot's just beating him up, yeah. and he's like curled up in a little ball, and like it stays in that little ball because Bigfoot's literally like carrying him around like yeah. he's a bag, and he
0: like like Joaquin Phoenix character is like in the fetal position, yeah. and. And Josh Brolin, like, jumps and does, like, a neat strike on
1: him. Yeah. He, like, really beats the shit out of him. And I was like, was that worth it? Yeah. You know, but I just thought that part was so funny because he just saw him and he knew. He knew how pissed off it would make that guy. And he was just like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, that 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 part I really liked. I thought that was funny. And they kind of, like, went back to it later and they showed him, like, picking him up and, like, moving him around. (laughs) Yes. I I enjoy that as well. I also did not realize how short that Joaquin Phoenix is. He's only 5'8". Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Cuz I was like, "Wow, he doesn't he doesn't look very tall. I don't think Katherine Watterson's that tall, you know, and I just looked it up and I was mm. like, "Oh, interesting. Interesting." Um so, okay. So then he learns about Adrian Prussia, the Lone Shark. Now, is it me, or did that seem like it was out of left field? That
0: came in like 15 minutes before the movie ended. Yes. We get two new characters. Yep. And well,
1: kind of. Yeah. I mean, I guess their names. There's that Nazi guy. The was, Nazi guy was, was had, at the rehab. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I forgot about that. And he was wearing that that Shasta's. Um, the tie. Yeah, the, yeah. Like the tie. So Mickey had naked, like yeah.
0: ties with like airbrushed naked
1: photos of all the women he, yeah, slept, with, he slept with. I guess. I liked that, um, I liked, so, speaking of, before we get into that, when, when Doc goes to Mickey's wife's house, Mm -hmm. and, and she's like, do you like the lighting? Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. I like how eccentric, I like I like how eccentric, like, all the characters had eccentric, eccentricities. Yeah. In their own way, and I enjoyed that about almost every one of them.
1: That's like the first yeah. time you see her, she goes, And he looked. Do like, you like the lighting in here? When she like. asked him that, he looked so like perplexed. Like he's like I. Yeah. yeah. It's nice, I guess. Like, I never thought of that. But um, and then they show like her big, like hunky, like yeah, like, like Nazi.
0: He looked like a Nazi because he was like super blonde yeah,
1: and like yeah. very fit. He could have been. I think you know there was Yeah. But I thought that was interesting too. Well wait, before I get to this other part. Okay, so then the um the like Meiji head had or whatever, the Chica I think it was Chica's maid or whatever from she was from Chica's or something. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, the one he met in the closet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> I like that he just has this easygoing way of like she was like hitting on him. And in other movies, I've seen it where the men are like, no, 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 we can't do anything. But in this, he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I, like, I liked that. Like, it was so comfortable. and I
0: agree. You know? Like, there's so many scenes. His character is so nuanced and so good. There's so many scenes yeah. where he starts out, like, business-oriented and trying to get information. And he just so easily is swayed and <laughs> falls into, like, yeah, I'll do i'll do coke with you i'll have sex with you i'll watch you to give oral sex you know like he yeah. just he just yeah he's, he's just, just so chill he to, like he, he goes live, live flow, life yeah you know?
1: like and i like that and mm-hmm. um and even in that part with blatinoid with a, um oh my god i just forgot his name um the dentist martin short yes yeah, thank you oh yeah okay oh god, i couldn't his name um even that scene with Martin Short when he's like leaving, he like rushes back over to the desk to store up more cocaine. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And um, or or Doc Phoenix, yeah, yeah, Doc is like, "You want to make, you want to bring more that <laughs> on the road with us, you know?" And he makes just makes a noise, yeah. and I thought that was really funny. So
1: okay, anyway, so so after he is making out with the girl, the the maid or whatever, mm-hmm. um, in the closet. And he goes downstairs and he mentions that all these police officers are under their influence. Which felt to me like that was an enormous part of the story and turned out to be absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I was like mm-hmm. totally surprised. I was like, really? Because if they're under this guy's influence and they're being paid off to turn the other way, well that could be a, a ginormous aspect of the story, but it was just it was just casually glossed over. Yeah. See this is this is just There were certain parts that I did like that I think were really funny, and that were good, but for the most part, I had a lot of issues with the fact that there was a lot of stuff that was glossed over.
0: There, yeah, there was... Forgotten,
1: there was a bunch of loose ends, it was just, yeah.
0: I think it was, it was very convoluted. Yeah. Especially as the movie kept going, the web just kept getting tight, like, tighter and tighter and tighter, and like, more elements, and... I I thought that they just they could have cut trimmed a lot of that out yeah and it, it maybe would have been a more co- coherent story
1: right yeah
0: yeah it
1: yeah and uh, so anyway so Adrian Prussia mm-hmm. so that did come out of left field then right yeah and not like mm-hmm. a, okay um, because sometimes I question myself because my my like, memory's not great, you know? So sometimes, like, you might remember something that's really clear, and I'll be like, wait, I don't... Oh, yeah, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Um, that was just... Just another thing that irritated me. Like, they had this whole thing about how Bigfoot had lost his... Um, his Or his partner had gotten murdered or whatever, but it didn't seem like that was mentioned very often in the beginning or really at all. Yeah. And it just was like, oh, okay. That was out of left field. And then, I don't know, and then I kind of associated him losing his partner, which made me actually wonder if maybe the relationship with the partner was a maybe romantic one. Because I kind of thought that maybe Bigfoot was gay.
0: Well, the way he ate those (laughs) chocolate covered bananas.
1: Yeah. 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 I thought that, well, then that scene where he's like, licking his finger and, like, shoving it into, like, his fist. Like, very yeah. sexualized. I was like, dude, is that really... Like, that's... Okay, all right, we get it. Like, that, you can stop now. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, And I thought that maybe... But it, it just it just wasn't... It wasn't a big part. It wasn't a big part of, to it. And it felt like that was just casually mentioned. That he lost... His partner was murdered. Was it? Like, I thought that
0: there was... I guess... I had a slightly different take on it, because I feel like they mentioned more than once that his partner was murdered. Oh, did they? And that he worked alone because of that, and I assumed that maybe before his partner was murdered, he was much more easygoing, Mm. but now he's difficult to work with, and he's difficult for Doc to work with, because he's sort of grieving, because they do mention grief. Like, when they do the flashback of him beating up Doc, they talk about grief taking different forms oh okay so i assume that the death of his partner totally affected his personality right yeah
1: yeah that, that's what also makes me wonder if it was maybe more than just you know like mm-hmm. a partnership yeah <laughs> you know
0: and they had that weird scene at the end where he comes to doc's house and like eats his bud his marijuana oh, yeah
1: that was super weird by was way, that really happening, or was that, like... I don't know. I that don't, it was super weird. Yeah. Like, he just, like, is scooping it up. First of And all, chewing it, yeah. You cannot get high from just eating plain bud. Yeah. You cannot. You're not going to have any effects It's just whatsoever. like salad. It's just like salad, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, dried, very intensely smelling salad. <laughs> you know? And so, but it was just... I don't know if it was supposed to be like a screw you to doc or something that he yeah. was eating his butt, but that was so odd. And like... I didn't understand that <laughs> scene because I was thinking, is
0: he actually doing this or are we once again back into like a drug, like a hallucination? Right.
1: Well, like, and if he is doing it to get super high, well, he's not going to get super high. Yeah. Like, he's like, you know, like, so he's going to just be like, oh, I feel normal. That's weird. Like, yeah. I'm like, well... <laughs> you know, then, like that also, scene
0: was sort of the weirdest scene I caught. I I to, I, to, to
1: me it seemed different. kind of like it was like a screw you to Doc yeah. because it's like it, like you're eating a bunch of this guy's like drugs like that's not cool you know what yeah. I mean? So I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, but so at Adrian Prussia's place, they try to kill Doc, but Doc kills yeah. him and the Nazi. Yeah, and then. Bigfoot rescues him, and Bigfoot has planted heroin, I think it's heroin, in yeah. Doc's car. So Doc it's organizes, heroin. so Doc goes to these people, the Golden Fang, mm-hmm. and he organizes a trade, he's going to give them the heroin back that Bigfoot used to frame him, if they let Owen Wilson's
1: character go free back yeah. to his wife. Yeah. That was sweet. Yeah. That was nice. Um, at least they tied up that loose end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. all i could think of is just leave it on the side of the road who's gonna know that you took it well i think that
0: um probably bigfoot i i assume that bigfoot would have put the word out uh, that doc is the one who has it because he's he framed him for it for i don't know why though yes except except just to get back at him again Oh, really? and maybe that's why he ate his marijuana, because Doc outsmarted him and oh, gave the heroin yeah, really, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. really liked the handoff scene where they're in the parking lot, and there's, like, this clean-cut mother and daughter who come to collect it, and the daughter, like, gives Doc the finger. Like, she's so nasty to him. Like, I don't know. I, it was, it's... It
1: was I like that Doc movie. is so friendly, even <laughs> to
0: people who are just terrible, like, nasty people.
1: Yeah, you know, I like... Okay, so I think we've reached the end of our of the story, right? For the most part. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think so. I, honestly, I thought it was about an hour too long.
0: Yeah, it I was, thought it was it too was long. It was two and a
1: half hours long. And by the end, I was just like, please let this end. God, when will this be over? I cannot do this anymore. Like, I don't want to be watching this, this movie anymore. So I personally would not recommend it. I think that there are certain parts to it, but overall I don't think it's worth it to see, to watch this movie. I, I wouldn't I would not recommend. It. I like I wholly like wholeheartedly <laughs> would not recommend this movie. That's how I feel about it. Um Joaquin Phoenix is awesome. He's yeah. a great actor. He's and awesome. if you're gonna watch it because you're a huge fan of him, then I say do it but only if you're, like, a huge fan of him. <laughs> yeah, I think... Or the not, book, I guess. Cause I'm really... not
0: quite as adamantly against it as you are. I agree with you that it's too long. Um, there's too many characters. I don't think I'd say don't watch it, but I don't think it's for everybody. Um, if, you, if you like sort of dark comedies, a little bit of clever, subtle humor... You probably enjoy it maybe once through, but just go in knowing that it's it's not going to be the best movie you've ever seen. It's very convoluted. Yeah, You're going to get a little bit confused, but you'll be entertained. And there are some great performances. Joaquin Phoenix is really great in it. And it's I think, specific to your taste, you probably would enjoy it if you look into it and think, I think I might want to see that you probably enjoy it a little bit. But, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not for everybody.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully
0: soon we'll be able to, like, go to restaurants again. And be, like, around
1: friends. It's pretty serious. It's pretty serious, <laughs> yeah. I
0: think just take care of yourselves. Yeah, just
1: be safe. Wash your
0: hands. Keep um, in
1: touch with people via social yeah. media. You know, I mean, it's so important to... It's important to stay in touch with people. It's going to be a long couple weeks, basically. But hopefully this will help you get through it.
0: And um, I have some advice today. I went outside and took a walk, and I heard nature sounds. And if you just close your eyes and listen to nature, it's like nothing is wrong. Birds, insects, wind, they don't know that there's a virus happening. Yeah. It's business as usual for them. The stars are still out. It still rains. Try to hold on to things like that, because life will go back to normal, and everything's going to be, you know, it's going to be up in the air for a while, but we still have traces of humanity and life that
1: we can sort of grasp onto, so. Yeah. That was beautiful. You. <laughs> okay, so follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah? <laughs> She's like, I'm trying that in this episode soon, not quite yet. Um, follow us on Instagram at Watchers of Movies. We have an email address which is watchers of movies at gmail.com if you would like to send us any recommendations or anything. Um Be prepared, maybe, if you really like a movie that we may not like it. Yeah, this movie, (laughs) Inherit Vice,
0: was a recommendation.
1: Our first recommendation. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it very much. Yes. I'm also sorry that we didn't like (laughs) it so much because I feel kind of bad. (laughs) Oh, well. Also, uh, we are on Spotify. We're on Google Play, hopefully. And... uh, iTunes. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. iTunes, yeah. And uh, we also have Facebook. Yeah. So...